Welcome back to the Joat Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 186. Two weeks into the NFL season, and it already feels like at least three seasons are already done. Yeah, lots, lots going on. Lots of lots of injuries, a lot of um, possible holistic healing to come back from a torn Achilles in four months. Oh, I don't, boy. I don't know who we're talking about, but um, we're gonna obviously go through the first couple weeks of the NFL, talk about week three, NHL, the Mike Babcock situation saga. Uh, I don't know. It's it's he's almost in the same boat as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> four snaps and his. Not only his season, but his career is done. Possibly. Right. Uh, oh, wait, Rodgers or Babcock? Both. Yeah, that's going to say. But more Babcock. Uh, MLB, not much. We'll go over Shohei Otani, the new Tampa Bay Rays Stadium. Check in on the standings. NBA, FIBA World Cup, and the stricter resting policies. I, I can't wait to talk about Coach Prime and this Colorado Buffalo team that is... Like, if you had to do, like, a fan ranking, they would have to be the number one team in the country. That's the team I want to watch every week now. Um, You got some black stuff on your right eyelid. Eyelid? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Oh, oh, still there. It's an, it's an audio platform. No one can see me. That's right. Unless it's going to distract you. Is it still it's there? It's still there, but... What the heck it is, but... That's weird. Um, all right, just don't look at my eye then. Okay. Um, let's start. Let's start in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, four snaps into his New York Jets tenure. Yeah. Tears his Achilles, in like the most devastating way possible, and no one's gonna remember that game. But they won. Yeah, exactly. They start one to know with Zach Wilson, mostly because of that unbelievable Garrett Wilson catch in the end zone and the defense. Their defense is solid. And Josh Allen just really, really loved throwing to, what's it, Whitehead. He had, uh, I forget what they said. I, I think uh, Allen had more completions to the Jets receivers than Rodgers did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's so sad. Um, we also had Nick Chubb, another, just Monday night. Just don't play on Monday night, apparently. Yeah, and that was, like, did you see the, the picture in slow motion? No. Oh. Not with wait, with Rogers or Chubb? Chubb. Not with Chubb. I saw Rogers. Rogers, you could see it pop, but yeah, they showed the Chubb like both times when he got injured in I think it was two thousand fifteen. Yeah, his leg is going is his knee hinges in the wrong direction. It's just gross. Because this was like ACA it was like more it was quite a few parts of his knee that yeah. he like tore. Yeah, like when you, if you see the picture it's yeah, it's ugly. But it didn't look like it on the play. Like, I'm just wondering, how come he's not getting up? But then, yeah, I seen the snapshot, and yeah, not good. Well, that was Rodgers, too, until he kind of, till the trainers came out, and he kind of, like, sat on the ground. It was kind of like, what, what's happening? Right. Because it wasn't, like, an obvious no, it wasn't injury. A, yeah, like I said, yes. Yeah, some of them you can tell right away, like, oh, that's not good. But other ones you need some instant replay to, to, to do the old, ooh, that's not good. And then our other significant injury happened quite literally a few minutes ago. Right. Uh, Trevon Diggs tore his ACL. He's done for yeah. the year. As much as, like, he is a big part of the Dallas defense. Yeah, but he's I, not the main. He's, like, it's not. He's re more re replaceable. Like, I would say maybe the Diggs from two years ago. Yeah. Wh where you had an amazing season. Where this year, I almost feel like 
like I don't know he he's a gambler yeah he's big play one way or the other yeah like I always think of last year against New England where he had I think it was a pick six right and then the and next then play gave up gave a up huge a touchdown yeah um so instead of like going through each game of the last two weeks I wanted to go team by team and we're just gonna say how we feel about them through two weeks okay instead of some overreaction of like two is gonna throw for 10,000 yards and right. 59 touchdowns I was trying to think of a dumb number but I think Peyton Manning threw like 55 yeah one year. he was close to that uh but we are gonna start with the Dolphins they're 2-0 they beat the Chargers and beat the Patriots last Sunday I mean the the offensive explosion is definitely there but, Which is no surprise, but yeah. they and they won both their games on the road, and they play four of their last five games at home, so things are looking up in Miami. And they, I mean, their big concern right now would be Jalen Waddle, what's in concussion protocol, and Tua, like yeah. can he stay healthy? Like there's a couple throws, like I, I still don't, I, I can't remember what wide receiver said it, like he's the most accurate thrower that he's ever, I think it was caught. Hill. Yeah, I, I don't see it because I see a lot of throws that are, like, not close sometimes. As, especially when we talk about the genius of Bill Belichick and it's, okay, he's going to take away the thing you like to do most, which for Miami is throw it deep. Right. So he just checked it down the whole game. Right, which is kind of what he was early in his career for Tua. Yeah, until he got the weapons to throw it deep. Right. I mean, defensively, I thought Chris Collingsworth might have proposed to what, Van Ginkle. Right, yeah, the, the replacement uh, for Jalen Phillips, who just, I mean, he was coming off the edge, like, very impressively, but yeah. every time he did something, oh, Mike, just look at this guy, look at Gankle, the pass rush. Um, I mean, I think the doubts I had about Miami are still there. Yeah. Defensively. They're not a complete team. Tua, because all of this crumbles with Tua. Yeah. If he gets another concussion might not be playing football again and this right. Miami season goes down the drain. Yeah, exactly. Uh to the New York Jets who probably had the weirdest win beating Buffalo. Um yeah. for anybody that watched Hard Knocks, it was someone that they showed a lot of. He was a rookie, uh Xavier Gibson, I think is his name. Okay. Or is like they called him X it might be it might not be Xavier, but um returns the punt for the touchdown in overtime. After the Garrett Wilson catch, after the whole Rodgers catastrophe. But, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure some people talked about this, but, like, what was the punter doing on the on the return? He, like, slapped him in the helmet? Yeah, it's almost like he thought he was, like, a middle linebacker and I'll just be able to throw him down. And then once he touched him, he went, oh, no, I'm the punter. <laughs> I can't. And, I can't do this. And there was a tripping play on the play, but I don't know if it would have changed things because, like, they probably would have. I'm I'm assuming the penalty would have been from the point of the penalty. I'm not sure how that works. So it would have been 15 yards from there. So it's still they still would have had the ball at the 35 or whatever. So to me, it's kind of a moot point. And it was a it was a game where I don't know if you could say Zach Wilson. I mean, he was better than Josh Allen because of just how bad Allen was. Yeah, he just yeah wasn't. Listen, if if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, if that's the worst you're going to see of Allen, which I'm going to assume that's probably the case, then they'll be fine because they look much better in week two. I think the I saw someone on t on TikTok say that um, Josh Allen doesn't have a plan. He's just out there being athletic, which I feel like is 
for he's pretty much an improviser. Yeah, like a that lot one of, hurdle at the three yard line. Like what? What were you thinking? Yeah, like he's gonna get hurt on one of those plays, and that's gonna cost him. He, he seems actually pretty durable, right? Where like we just talked about, two is like made of glass, <laughs> right? Where you, if Allen gets hit hard, you're you're not really concerned about it. He's kind of like modern Big Ben, where like Big yeah. Ben could run and you could hit him and you kind of just bounce off of or him. Or Tebow, I was thinking too. Oh, Same yeah. kind of player, but yeah, a little bit more skilled. And then the Jets go into week two after this triumphant win, but without Rodgers. Like as soon as, like right after the game, Salah came to the mic and was like, uh, we're going to get an MRI, but it's not good. Right. And like every, you just knew. Yeah. Maybe not to that extent, but. Right. Uh, and they lose to Dallas. I mean, it is the best defense we've seen. For sure. In the first two weeks, um, yeah, if you want to go out on a limb and say Dallas's defense looks absolutely number one, yeah. Especially so especially far. Parsons. But yeah, And you knew that, right? But all the other guys seem to be playing well, too. That's why it almost feels like it. it's a collaborative defense. So, like, losing... Um, Diggs might not be the end of the world in Dallas. I, I, to me, anyway. Like, I, yeah, it's a bi- he's a big part of it, but I think he's replaceable. Yeah, more than like if Parsons Par- goes down. Exactly, that would be a different story. Because if you say, okay, we're going to focus on Parsons, we're going to double team him, we're going to triple team him. The right. rest of that Dallas D line also gets to the quarterback. Right, and they got a great defensive coordinator, I think, and it, that's I think puts them over the top. I wonder, like, it sounds bad, but if Dallas. This is looking way ahead to the future. If yeah. they don't make some kind of playoff run with the, how this team looks. Right. And Mike McCarthy is not the coach because it kind of seems like he's the pretty easy scapegoat yeah. out of this. Yeah. Would you not then promote Dan Quinn to be the head coach? I, and that's why I think Dan Quinn never left. Because he I knows that could be his job. Yeah. Um, to Buffalo, who lost that game against the Jets. Like, it was really just, like, I, I don't like blaming just one person, but right. Allen throws three interceptions. He has yeah. the f- fumble, which kind of looked like the butt fumble yeah. in it the same weird, stadium. Exactly, yeah. Mark Sanchez even tweeted about it. Like, right. oh, that looks weird, running into yeah. your own teammate and fumbling the ball. Yeah. And then they come back against Vegas, and it just it's regular old Buffalo, and everything's fine. Right. Again, the Raiders are, are not at the same level as the Jets, especially defensively anyway. But yeah, the again to me, it, Buffalo. It's the running game. Like you could have run the clock out on the Jets if you can find a way to pick up three or four yards, and they did that against the Raiders big time. Like, and they had multiple running backs do that. So, uh, to did I skip the rest of the division? I oh, know New it England. Would, it would just be New England left. Yeah. So they lose. I think. I'm going to be the optimist here about the Patriots. I think through two games, I think they've actually looked pretty good. You listen to too much Bill Simmons. <laughs> I think it's just the Philly game is probably a bad loss because they should have won. Yeah. That game, that was... For the taking. That might have been Philly... That might be Philly's worst game of the year, like, throughout the whole year, not through two weeks. But this, the, the Patriots' defense is always going to be good. It's offense. Can they, can they figure it out? Right. Mac Jones, again, is a... What do we call him? What type of quarterback? The game manager? Game manager. So game managers will win some games. It's just they don't steal games. And maybe I'm the optimist because of the two teams they played and how good 
like again they were within winning that Eagles game the Dolphins game not as much because it turn if it turns into a shootout they're not in it there's not many quarterbacks that Mac is better than right like if it I would love to see uh, a Patriots Giants shootout right. just to see what Jones messes up is pretty much how that game would go although that game would never that'd be like 10-7 yeah um new england's competitive though then they will be all year like i said i think we both had them at seven and ten and they're lining up to be like that i can't see it any different yeah there's no like tanking season coming no even i loved the um having the kick on the kick to have the guy run from the side to what have a momentum. smart play why does that not happen more often like it's you, that I know in, you have it's timing yeah but. They, he had to. He timed it perfectly. Absolutely, it was. It, he didn't even have to jump. He was like just stand in front of the kick. Could have just caught it. Yeah, could have intercepted the, the uh, the hut. <laughs> uh, that and the the tush push or whatever we call that the rugby play that right. everybody hates for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Like if you everyone's like it's unstoppable. How are all these teams or like how are the Eagles doing this? What everyone else is allowed to do it. Right. Like, I wouldn't have, you know, Tua or, like, that, Mahomes. Like, right. I wouldn't want those guys doing it. Right. But everybody else. Josh Allen would love that play. Yeah. He'd probably get hit in the head. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the, the Patriots will be – they won't be a playoff team, but no. they could be a spoiler. Yeah. It's take, kind of their take destiny. Take them in the spread. <laughs> uh, Baltimore, they are 2-0. and They beat Houston. They beat Cincinnati. Um, probably just, this might be a hold your horses. If they, if they get to like four, five and a hole, I think people get excited. I like their offense looks really good. I think it's their defense. That's the problem. Which is, was never the case with the Baltimore Ravens. It's usually the other way around. Like you got Houston and it was CJ Stroud's first game. Yeah. And it's not like their offense or not like their defense was that great against a kid in his first game. No. And then this Bengals team, I feel like this is the second straight year they've gone 0-2. I guess right. they just have to hit rock bottom to yeah, be good. They, yeah, they've, they're a slow starters. But I just I'll, – I'll hold my horses for a couple weeks before I get really excited about the Ravens. Before Fair. I start saying they're like a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, well, they got to play some better teams, I think, to see what they're like. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Pittsburgh and Cleveland are both one and one. But I guess when I looked it up in the standings, because for some reason, uh, well, the Steelers are ahead because they beat Cleveland. They right. lost to San Francisco, and that was just they rolled over. And the Niners are really good. Yes, but like if New Eng- if that was New England, they would have some fights to win them. Right. Not like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh just kind of went belly up and oh, okay, Christian McCaffrey. You go. You run for a touchdown. But then they come back in week two and beat Cleveland. Cleveland team now without Nick Chubb. Right. Yeah. Like, t- to me, the first play of the game, the Steelers steal six points right there. Cleveland loses their running back, which is their main offense. And Pittsburgh steals a win at home. Now they, they steal a win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, those, to those Cleveland Browns, they beat Cincinnati and – we always have to remember context of some of these games. Yeah. Like this was a rain. It was gross. Yeah, it was like the Bears and 49ers last year, right? Bears pulled one off, but yeah, the mother nature helped 
and that's kind of what I felt in that game. It was the type of game that was built towards the Browns. They're going to yeah, run, run the ball and play and defense. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then lost the Monday night game to Pittsburgh. More importantly, lose Nick Chubb. They signed Kareem Hunt again to be the right. the new the new old guy. Yeah, but it kind of changes the whole dynamic of the of the Browns team. Uh, to the the zero and two Bengals, which. I think out of all of the 0-2 teams, I think this is the team you can panic about. Eh, maybe not the least, but one of the least panicable currently. They lose to Cleveland in that monsoon game. Baltimore, they were they were in that game. Like, even because it was a three-point game, six-point game, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Maybe a touchdown because I, I wasn't really – I had to catch up on on monday from the games so i don't remember not remembering everything from week two um but cincinnati had a chance and like in week one they benched burrow towards the end of the game he might have aggravated like the calf injury is now it's going to linger unless he like is out for a couple weeks right he said he aggravated it so that's obviously something to maybe that's the most panic part about the Bengals. yeah because you gave this guy all of this money and don't have a lot to show for it no. yet. Like I said, I mentioned that I think a few weeks ago, watching that hamstring injury, that could be an ongoing issue all year for the Bengals, and that might cost them. Uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars, week one, they beat Indianapolis. Anthony Richardson's first game. Yeah, again, another bottom feeder. Uh, and then lose to Kansas City, and a, a game where – you're watching it thinking like how are how aren't you winning this game how right. is like if you watch that game without a scoreboard you would have thought Jacksonville won right Kansas City like they get Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey back but they just overcame mistakes right that Jacksonville couldn't capitalize on right which makes me now a little bit worried about Jack the Jacksonville Tennessee like I, I think Tennessee is a lot closer than we thought yeah because Jacksonville hasn't taken a step up right um indianapolis again i lost the jaguars and then in the rookie quarterback battle in which richardson gets a concussion gardner Minshew leads them to the win against houston yeah um i can't say they're probably better with Minshew, just in terms of like he's a more polished quarterback Yeah. yeah but richardson was so much fun to watch right those first that weekend a bit that he played right like he had three rushing touchdowns he just he looks like like i know people say cam newton but he kind of just reminds me of josh allen right like watching him and he just kind of has the the reckless abandoned running yeah that they got concussed yeah because of it um it's a it's a team that like it's a you're kind of lucky to be one and one yeah because you got to play houston that's right uh Tennessee's one and one. They lost to New Orleans. And I really thought, like, if Tennessee had a decent quarterback, yeah. they would be playoff team, like, no question about it. But it's going to be Tannehill that's going to hold them back. Yes. Like, DeAndre Hopkins is not the same receiver that he was. This offense is nowhere close. But Mike Vrabel, similar to the, the Bill Belichick style, yeah. is going to keep his team in games. Right. And again, it's run prominent. Right, you got one of the best running backs still in the game, and a good defense and a good coach. And then uh, last week they beat the Chargers in overtime. I think I 
I don't know if I'm fully ready to pass the mantle on, but I, I think the Chargers this this week will be the who takes the the Falcon crown of right. uh, how do you lose these games? Yeah, uh, and the Chargers did it twice. Yeah, like there's a couple teams that you know if you would have said they're 0 two, Bengals and Chargers, you would have went no way. Or like who did they have to play? Right. Um. Which brings us to the AFC West, uh, currently in first place because it's funny. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. Uh, they won Week One uh, against Denver. I guess actually Denver is probably in the running too for the how do you lose these games? Yeah, they're right up there. Yep. You lose Jimmy G's debut, and then I don't want to say they got killed by the Bills, but it just kind of it turned into a shootout. Yeah. And which one of the teams can't keep can't up? Keep up with the shootout. Yep. Like if Derek Carr was in that game, that would have been a closer game. Right. Uh, Kansas City is one of one. They lost the opener to Detroit. I I I don't like saying asterisk because of no Chris Jones now, no Travis Kelsey because yep. that's just the circumstances that fell. Kansas City had a chance to win that game, yep. and their wide receiver, specifically Kadarius Tony, just couldn't catch anything. He, he, he dropped. I don't know. I think we already talked about this. He dropped three or four passes and the one easily in that game, and, and they were. All, there, it wasn't like, oh, he needed to stretch out to make the catch. It was like he just dropped it. I think the perfect screenshot I saw was the ball that the ball was in his hands and someone screenshotted it and said, this play ended up in a pick six because it just pops out of his hands and Detroit runs it back. Right. Like we need to keep the interception stats need to be kept with context of it's like, how did you yeah. throw the interception? Right. Because that's not Mahomes fault. Not at all. And the other one, I think it was third or fourth down, and no one Same. is near him. Yeah, it's he, a, almost like a screen pass or whatever, and he just, yeah, dropped it. It seemed, seemed to have redeemed himself somewhat, but they walk into week two with Jacksonville, and this is the the swagger Mahomes and team and company that we thought they were. And it was just kind of a it was a survival game. Yeah, like good teams don't usually go 0-2. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, they kind of figure out a way to win. Because that was probably – that was one of the uglier Chiefs wins. Yeah. In this in this era. Uh, Chargers, they're 0-2. They lost to Miami, which – That could have won either way. Yeah. Right? That's a – I don't think it was an overtime game, but it was close to it. Right? One it was, possession game. Yeah, came down to the last few seconds and – Probably more their defense than anything, I would say, yeah. is the concern. Yeah. Herbert, I don't think there's any... Yeah, offense, they're going to score their points. And then they lose an overtime to Tennessee, which I just think is like is a concern because of like you let Tannehill beat you. Right. Who is one just of the uh, lower-tier quarterbacks. Right. Uh, Denver, who they uh, will also throw them in the running for how, do you, how are you 0-2 because the... Raiders game again, 50-50 coin toss game. Yeah. This Washington game where Russell Wilson throws a Hail Mary that ended up five or ten yards short, but right. got in they the end zone, score. need the two-point conversion, yeah. and you fail. When when has that ever happened where the team has the miraculous play? I guess there's only one other time I could think of it was the Jaguars like in the mid-2000s when they – Against New Orleans. Yeah, they yes. got the last second was, touchdown it, and missed yeah. the extra point. It was like the um, – like California, yeah, California band play where they was thirty, <laughs> yeah. So they they make the miraculous play, but they didn't go need two. They just missed the extra point. Yeah, are probably worse, but still, like 
now Washington's 2-0, and and we have to start yeah. having the, no. oh, my God, is Washington in this? No, no they played Arizona and Denver. So they could easily be 0 and 2, but yeah. And 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 I, there should be a shout out at this point to Sean Payton. Like the old Denver coach should be saying, "Yeah, good coaching job." <laughs> uh, do we think Russell Wilson's the starting quarterback by like American Thanksgiving? No. Jared Stidham? Yeah. He's going to have to they're going to have to throw him in there just just to let Russell Wilson know that this is your last year in Denver. Like Sean, I think Sean Payton has too much pride. Like he came in puffing out his chest yeah. and like talking about what a great coach he is. If Russ isn't good enough, yeah. like the rest of the Broncos team is fine. Yeah. Like it's an average team. Yeah, you just need you need a quarterback that's not going to hurt you. Yeah, again, they could use a Mac Jones. Yeah, exactly. Just a game they manager. Just need a game manager. Yeah, or Tannehill. There's <laughs> uh, a few of them out there. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, they're two and zero. They went on a a little New York sweep. That. Yeah giants game i watched the whole thing but you really just needed to watch the first like 10 minutes it was one so one-sided like mother nature was trying to help the giants and certainly didn't help at all and it was like that's probably the most one-sided football game i've ever seen where nothing went right for one team and everything went right for the other team so like if you're a cowboys fan you just end your season right there that's the that, Super Bowl. That's your Super Bowl. You just had a perfect game. You had nothing to complain about. I don't even think there was any bad ref calls that went against Dallas in that game. It was just – I don't even think anyone got hurt on Dallas. It was just one of those games where just – that's it. Just pack it in. We're good. They have blocked the block blocked field goal. The, well, yeah. Like, they did everything, right? And it's not even – and in these first two games, you can kind of talk about them as one. Is like um, – Sauce Gardner was talking to Dak saying, like, why didn't you throw my way? And he said, I didn't have to. Right. And I think it was one one target, which could have been an interception. Um, but now they're they're two and oh, and I'm actually kind of excited to see the cowboy hype bandwagon because right. it's actually deserving. I think yeah. they've looked like the I would say the best team in football. On defense, no doubt about it, and their offense has played well. I wouldn't say they've been outstanding uh, because, again, the 40 points they scored, it wasn't all on offense. But, yeah, they've been really good. Let let me just – like, Pollard's been a number one running back. Dak's done enough. It's just, is Dak going to not make mistakes? Because when's that? They play the Niners soon, right? Yeah. So that's your that's, that's your, your test. That's your test, yeah. Uh, Eagles also 2-0. They beat New England week one. And then Thursday night – in a nothing went right for Minnesota. Yeah. They fumbled, there. Eagles fumbled, they fumble it back. Yeah. It's just Jefferson fumbles it trying to reach for the, the end wor- zone. It's the worst time you can fumble in a football game is when you're close to the end zone because you, it's your worst case scenario. You don't get any points and you lose the ball. So it's like at least a 3.6.7.8 point, point swing possibly. Yeah. And yeah, the Eagles like they had some injuries, but it just didn't seem again. It's it's prime time Kirk Cousins. I feel like people right. people forget about the um, the stink that's on him. Yeah, in prime time games. Uh, but if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be pretty excited. You're two and zero, the same as the Cowboys. Yep, and you haven't played well. No, neither game they haven't right? looked like, great. Yeah, so to me, that's even a better sign if you're an Eagles fan. We're gonna they're gonna win games looking bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Washington, for now, commanders are also 2-0. Right. 
again, let's let's remember who they played. They yes. barely beat Arizona. Right. Like they should have lost that game. Yeah. And then they beat Denver because they couldn't convert the two point conversion at the end of the game. Right. I'm not trying to take away from this team, but just remember how the, you have to remember how teams win games. Correct. And like they're gonna go this week. They play Buffalo. Right. Here's your here's your, here's your test. Here's your test. Yeah. If you win this one, right, then we'll then, we'll respect we'll you. Yep. Uh, Giants wanted one. Obviously, they got absolutely killed by the Cowboys and had to come back from twenty down twenty eight three. I think they, so. Oh. They were getting killed by like the worst team in football for half of a football game. And yeah, I was um, so I was at a concert and it was just like the pre-show and I was like gonna check the or I checked the score. Like at half, and it was, yeah, like 28 to 3. I'm like, oh my God, the Giants, like, poor everyone that took them in the eliminator. This is awful. And then right. by the time it's like, oh, it's the fourth quarter and it's tied. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, there's that concern. I, I'm actually kind of, I'm almost happy for Arizona. This is how you should lose games. Right. Lose like, close, close games. Like Arizona, like, if you're an Arizona fan, you, you should be like, we could be 2 0 right now. The worst team in football could be 2 0. With a NASA student as your quarterback. Yeah. Uh, NFC North. I'm just I'm just gonna throw up the white flag now. Uh, I was the Bears are bad. Yeah, they're really bad. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna finish fourth. Pretty probably pretty that, easily. That, yeah, that, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Green Bay one and one. They beat the Bears and just like Bears fans must have been so excited because like oh finally we get yeah. Rodgers out of this division. Yeah. We'll and beat these Packers. And here comes Jordan Love, who is not spectacular, but he looks good. He's a, a slightly above the manager status, the game manager yeah, status. Yeah, like I, I, they could have won, they could have beat the Falcons. They could be two and zero. They could be two and zero. The the Falcons. We'll we'll get to Arthur Smith. I, this is he's really trying to turn the tides of the of the Falcon curse. Uh, but yeah, Green Bay definitely could have, should have, would have won yeah. that game. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, they're one and one. They beat Kansas City, which it doesn't matter who's playing and who's not. Getting right. that win week one in Kansas City, opening night, yeah. defending champions, that should have been enough momentum. And then they play Seattle, and I remember them playing Seattle last year, and it was like the and exact the same before. game. Yeah, they play. They've played them three years in a row now, and it's Seattle's three and zero. It's it's shootouts, and somehow, some way, Geno Smith's beating Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes some teams just have the, your number, and that's one of them. And but I still think the Lions are the team to beat in the yeah, North. Yeah, I'd say the Packers are are pretty they'll, close. They'll be there. Yeah, yep. And then Minnesota, they're zero and two. Yeah, they're not looking good. Lost to Baker in Tampa. Yeah, which was my eliminator pick week one. Right, not great. And then they lost to Philly, but like you expect to not win that game. Yeah, but now they're in trouble. Their defense is not good. No. And their offense without a running back now, because that's their own doing by releasing Cook, is in shambles. So they're in trouble. What, you don't think Cam Akers is their savior? Well, the old Rams running back? No. Who got healthy scratched? Yeah. Uh, and then Chicago, their own two, lost to Green Bay, lost to Tampa. It's like the Justin Fields quote, I think everyone probably is going to blow it out of proportion of like, oh, it's coaching. And then to go back and be like, I would never blame anybody else. Right. It's just, they're just not good. Yeah. Even their defensive coordinator said, yeah, I've had enough. I'm going to get the FBI to raid my house. Yeah. 
I'm out of here. Uh, now to the best division in football, the NFC South. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the Falcons, they're 2-0. They beat Carolina, which you expect, but probably not in the capacity that they beat them. Right. And then they beat Green Bay yeah. from the ballsiest call of the year already when you're in field goal range to go for it to try to run the clock out. Right. Which I respect the hell out of Arthur Smith for doing that, but it's almost like he forgot he's the Falcons coach because, I mean, in any other year, they would probably do this and then, like, fumble it. Right, yeah. They would fumble the, the pitch or whatever. Um, the... I guess it's still really just the two running back system right now with Algier and Bijan Robinson. But R- Robinson is taking charge there. He looks really good. Ritter looks average at best. Like there was two passes that should have been pick sixes by Green Bay. They just they must have been watching uh, the Kansas City receiver film and <laughs> it just dropped two that were right in his like he he basically was one of those. Where you just wonder, like, why is he throwing there, right? Where he doesn't see a guy. He did it twice. And, and normally, like, this this team has an identity. They're going to run the ball yeah. as much as possible right. to protect Ritter. He is in that Jimmy Garoppolo He's range. Mac Jones. Yeah, for sure. Like, I actually, I think I would rather Mac Jones than Ritter. Like, yeah. I, I think he's. I think Mac Jones is the better quarterback. Smarter, yeah. I don't disagree with you. But um, I just don't find they use uh, Pitts enough because I really like uh, him. He is the, I love seeing anybody complain about him because of fantasy, but right. that's just not the, the Arthur not Smith the offense. Team. Yeah, exactly. Not even their top receiver. Like, you might as well just re-sign Julio Jones and just have him out there as a statue. Or just let Ridley keep betting. <laughs> e- either way. Yeah. yeah. Um, not playing. Just w- watch an watch Army-Navy game. Those wide receivers. Have they ever watched those games? Like, like, are they? What are they doing out on the? Even out there, it just makes me laugh. Like they're in position. Like you're not catching a ball, right? They, they don't even throw to you in practice, probably. <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna run the quintuple offense, right? Or the quint uh, triple offense? I'm trying to think the option. Yeah, we're gonna do a quint quintuple option, right? And then we're just gonna hand it to the running back, right? Or quarterback. Yeah, or, that's true. Hold on to it. Four, four. For uh, fake handoffs, <laughs> take off with it. Uh, New Orleans also two and zero beat Tennessee in a pretty tight game. Beat Carolina Monday night in a tight game. It's just they're, like they they've won the games that they it's 50-50 games. Yeah, for sure. And they could again they could be zero and two, but they're two and zero, and I still don't think they're that good to be honest with you. Although I will, I did kind of feel with Carr there that they do have that he does have that X factor. Where he can win a game on his own, he he could lose a game on his own too. But um, that actually works in his favor. So I would like to up my my tally. I think I had them an eight and nine. I I think I want to go the other way now. I think they might go nine and eight and make the playoffs. But I think I kind of had them in that mix. Yeah, like, like they're gonna be in that range for a playoff spot. Them and Atlanta will be battling for the division right. because they probably won't right. be able to get a wild card spot. Right. With one of Dallas, Philly. I'm not putting Washington in there. I wonder if you could bet on that. There'll be no wild cards out of the NFC South. That'd be a very specific bet. Yeah. I, I would I would take that. I would too, but I bet you it's not paying much. No, it'd be right. minus, minus odds. Yeah. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, somehow, subway, they're 2-0. Oh. 
I think they caught Minnesota at the perfect time, and no one expected Baker but, to be. Yeah, like he's a game non-manager, and he's been above that. He's making plays that normally he doesn't make, and forces interceptions and fumbles, and like the things he's doing. It's like, okay, this is oh, look what he's doing. Oh, it worked, <laughs> right? Like it's like you're sharked, and like yeah, they're t- now they're two and zero again. A team I thought would be zero two. Yeah, no, I, I I didn't expect didn't expect that. Did I just I didn't even put Carolina. Um they're 0 2. They lost to Atlanta, they lost right. to New Orleans. They, again, they were in those ga- they're they're like New England. Yeah. of the NFC. Like they're going to be in all games and but they've got a rookie quarterback and just depends he's what he's going to do. And apparently, apparently he's going to miss this week's game against Seattle. Okay. So another, we got uh, the red rifle, Andy Dalton. Oh boy! Uh, finally, NFC West, San Francisco two and zero. They are going to cakewalk to this division. I I took the ten and a half tonight, <laughs> just because of Barkley. I would have taken the Giants with the points, but yeah, I think San Fran wins this by a couple touchdowns tonight. Uh, beat Pittsburgh pretty handily. The Rams, like the Rams are actually... Again, yeah, more competitive than what we thought they were. We thought they would be a last place team. Did you, do they, do you have them on your wins pick? Uh, the Rams? Because I don't think I took them. I, there's no way I would have. Whoever took them, took them late. Yeah. Uh, you took them oh, last. So there you go. So, uh, yeah, you might get some points out of it. Who knows? Uh, I did not. I updated after week one. You were, you were winning nine to seven after Ooh, week boy. one. There we go. Um... Better start than last year. Uh, we have the the Rams beat Seattle, which just kind of shows like maybe the Rams and Seattle are about the same team. Right. So I I think they they'll be in contention for for a wild card spot because I no I don't think anybody's gonna catch San Francisco. No. If they get Cooper Cup back in this uh, Puka Puka Naku, yeah. Who uh, knows? It's a good offense. Yeah. Uh, Seattle's one and one. They lost to the Rams, beat the Lions. Kind of like you should. They should be one and one, but right. you think it should be the other, the other way. way. Yeah, yeah. Beat the Rams, lose to the Lions. Yeah. Uh, finally, Arizona, probably the best zero and two team in the history of the NFL. Maybe. Yeah. Just the at least in terms of expectations, like at least in the NFL compared to any other league. You can say a team, even the worst team in the league, has a chance to beat the best team in the league. You, I don't think you can say that about other leagues. Basketball, definitely not. Yeah, like the team, the best team's going to beat the worst team by double digits, generally. Baseball, baseball, you could just catch them on a. Well, on an off yeah, day. depending who's pitching, I guess that that would determine that. Hockey, yeah, if you get a hot goalie, I guess. But then football just seems to be like more random because you have so many more players involved in plays. It's not just one. Like if your quarterback has the best game of his life, you still might not win. Yeah. Right. Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. Right. Was the best quarterback in that game. For sure. Lost the game. Yep. Uh, which brings us to week three guess the lines. Oh um, I guess. So we already said the I went low on the, the, the Giants Niners. Oh, yeah. So it is ten and a half. I said it was right. seven and a half. So we're gonna, okay. I'll, I'll give you the win on that one for betting it. So okay, uh, I, I, because it's ten and a half. I think I, I'm not gonna bet it, but I, th- I think I would take the Giants. I, I, the only reason why I didn't is Barkley's not playing. 
or else I'd, I would have taken Giants 10 and a half. It's the only reason that's that was my deciding factor because I was looking at all the I like going to covers.com so there's your advertising for for that it, it's got great for giving you info on matchups and <laughs> trends and so i usually injuries so i usually make my decision when i look at that and that kind of swayed me yeah i actually like now that we're talking about it i don't the spread is probably too much because the giants it, it defense is, isn't as good this year right as they have but yeah they've kind of kept teams in games so like San Fran's defense is tremendous. Like I'm just thinking, like this is the Giants and Cowboys again, week one all over minus Barkley. Yeah, Th- that that to me, like isn't he? He's more than he he actually ran decent even in week one. Yeah, I don't know how, what he got, maybe eighty yards or something like that. But that's pretty good for a a game that was so one sided. It was unbelievable. But I think they need him in the lineup because who's going to run now? Jones. Yeah, which right? is not like, gonna. That's not gonna go well. Right. So anyway, yeah, uh, ten and a half. I'll I'll take San Fran, and I did. <laughs> uh, one o'clock games for Sunday. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, and then three four o'clock games because we have two Sunday night or Monday night games again. Again, yeah. Why? Uh, we're gonna start with Buffalo at. The Washington Commanders. I'll say they've got the Bills' favorite as three and a half points on the road. Uh, you were gonna get that. I said two and a half. It is six and a half. I, th- I think. Wow. I just the Josh Allen. You don't know what Josh Allen you're getting. Right. I think I would take the points. Yeah, just the way Washington's played up to this point, where they're in games, right? You wouldn't think they're two and zero, oh, but yeah. At least they're at least they're probably the the worst two and team because they just yeah. look competitive, right? And just happen to win those games, right? Uh, next up, we've got Indianapolis. I don't think Anthony Richardson's playing, but right. they are going to Baltimore to face the Ravens. I'll say they got the Ravens as seven and a half point favorites at home. I am gonna eke that one out. I got it exact eight and a half. Wow. Which I don't know. Like, does Minshew make a difference? No. Baltimore wins this one, I don't know, 41-10 or something like that. Just I'll be taking Baltimore in that one. Uh, Richardson currently questionable, yeah. but not practicing. Right, so out. They got a few guys, too, like Kenny Moore, Quentin Nelson, their center, Ryan Kelly. And they're not good. We no. we already know the Colts are bottom feeders, right? And, like, like Jonathan Taylor, that thing's still kind of yeah, lingering over there. for sure, until the tread li- deadline passes. Uh, next up, is it is it kind of crazy to think that Patriots Jets could be like a loser? We they're not a playoff team after after a loss. Yeah, this loser leaves might town. Be, might be a playoff game for sure. Uh, sorry, Jets at New England. Uh, Jets at home for the Patriots. Oh, Je- okay, so I'll say they'll have. Uh, oh boy, I'm gonna say they'll have the Jets as two and a half point favorites, but I'm almost thinking they may have New England favored. Uh, it is two and a half points for the New England yeah, Patriots. Wow. I, I think this is their, this is their. They're going to clean everything up. They're going to like Zach. Will, this is like a three interception Zach Wilson game. It feels like. Gotcha. I think I think the defense carries this game and they yeah. win like twenty to seven or something. Gotcha. Some weird bar fight. Uh, next up, we have Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos going to Miami to face the Dolphins. Ooh. 
I'm going to say they have Miami as uh, seven point favorites. <laughs> uh, I said seven and a half. You're going to get this at six and a half. Oh. That's low. Give me Miami. Yes. Like, I, I know it's the Waddle thing, and you're always worried about Tua, but right. I just think Russell Wilson, like, De- Denver can't score. And Miami's got a good defense. Yeah. Not like, great, but good enough, yeah, compared to what they're going to have to go up against in Denver. And it's in Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is this could be one of those. Remember the Buffalo game last year where it was just, like, so hot? Right. I'm wondering if it's a game they're, like that. Like, Miami will make Denver wear their darks. Yep. Right? It'll be one of those weeks. Yep. Uh, next up, divisional matchup. We have the Houston Texans going to Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville will right the ship here, and I bet you they have them as eight and a half point favorites. Eight and a half, right on the money. Wow, that was that was pretty impressive. I've, <laughs> you know, I have an affinity for Houston. I've just no matter how bad C.J. Stroud doesn't look bad, no. he just looks uncomfortable. They're, the, they're on a bad team. They are a bad just, team. They they try. They're in that we want to be competitive, but we just don't have the skill to be competitive. It's kind of like they just. Maybe I'm just thinking too much of their team last year and just how much right. they were the team that was like they're not going to win a lot, but they're going to be in these games. It kind of feels like they're less of that team this year. Yeah, they're um, starting over like they're less less than. I'll just I'll just bank on the my Jacksonville now doubt that I'll, I'll take the Texans with the points. I don't, okay. I don't think they win this game. Okay. Uh, next up we have Tennessee at Cleveland. Wow. Well, with the Cleveland injuries, I'm going to say they probably have Tennessee as two and a half point favorites. I see. Even I, I went low and I said Cleveland by one and a half. Uh, they have Cleveland by three and a half. Wow. Uh, I, I might jump on this today of just give me Tennessee to win this game. Yeah, outright. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'll just take Tennessee in the win. Especially cuz like in Here's it's fu- it's funny to think about a quarterback matchup and think like is Ryan Tannehill the better quarterback right. because it's possible. Yeah, he'll make less mistakes. Yeah, like he'll he'll check it down, yep. give it to Derrick Henry and yep. Deshaun was probably going to try to make plays without Nick Chubb now. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm fully fully on the Titans. And Cleveland's I, your team this year. Yeah, they are my team this yeah, year. But they're no. just running into some Injuries. Yeah, maybe maybe not now. Maybe I'll I'll punt on that. Uh, next up, I I also really like this game. Uh, New Orleans at Green Bay. Wow, I'll say they probably have New Orleans as two and a half point favorites. Uh, they I said that the Packers would be two and a half point favorites, and it's the Packers by one and a half. Wow, it's another one. Uh, so we're tied tied four four right now. Um. I I think I like the Saints. Yeah, I like the under. Yeah, I just two good defenses and two. I don't know. Carr, I guess, is the better quarterback, but I just like defense there. It's going to be another Carolina, New Orleans game to me. Twenty twenty to seventeen or yeah something. Uh, next up, you could argue with argue that this is the best game of the week, but uh, the Atlanta Falcons going to Detroit to face the Lions. Oh boy, yes. Uh, I'll say they have the Lions favored by three. Yep, that half point. Uh, I said three and a half. It is. It is three. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay away from this one. <laughs> I will not touch this game. That's not only bias, but just I. I don't know what either of these teams are. Fair. I just. I. I'll take the Lions. I just. I don't think. 
the Falcons are a three and team, but I don't think the Lions are a one and two team, and the, and that's the the only thing I've got going there is that I just figure it's Detroit's week to win and the Falcons' week to lose, and it'll be at least three. Uh, last game of the early window. This is the um, Atlanta Falcons championship belt game of how do you lose this game, which is the L.A. Chargers at the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Well, I can't see the Chargers going 0-3. And so I'll say they've got the Chargers favored by 2.5. Uh, so I punted on this and just said pick them because I don't think there's a difference between these teams. So apparently before they said that if you're at home, it gives you three points. Right. Apparently now, and this is where this line went, is one and a half. Apparently is all you get as a home team. Okay. Minnesota is favored by one and a half. Okay. Yeah, I like, again, Minnesota was a team that I believe in, but not after two weeks. I'll take the Chargers. Again, straight up, I would take them. They win this game. This is like a field goal game. I think this is very similar to what you suggested earlier, the Jets-Patriots. The loser, you're done. Yeah. You're 0-3, and it's time to, okay, trade deadline's coming. Do we get rid of some guys? Um, We have our late window is only three games this week, and it is three snoozers, if we're we're being honest. Uh, We have Dallas at Arizona. Oh, boy. I'll say they probably have the Cowboys favored by ten and a half. Yeah, see, I said five and a half. It's twelve and a half. Yeah. Just how well they – again, it's so much on what they've done so far. But, hello, Arizona's been in their first two games. Yeah, I just think right? Dallas is – a lot is, of points. Dallas's defense, I think. Is, is this a two-touchdown game? Probably not, but that's why they have it at twelve and that's a half. That's right, yeah. that That's a tough one. To t- I might not touch that one. Yeah, it feels like there's a Cowboys letdown win coming somewhere. where they win by eight or something silly. Uh, Next up, actually, this is a decent game. Carolina at Seattle. Yeah. This is no, assuming no Bryce Young. I'd say they have Seattle favored by three and a half. Uh, I said five and a half. It is six and a half. Wow. Let's make sure we got our math right. 12. 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay, we're still three games left, tied at six. Wow. Um, oh, Carolina, Seattle. If there's, especially if there's no Bryce Young, honestly, even if Bryce Young plays, I, I'll take Seattle. Yeah. I don't know if I'd take the points, though. Six and a half seems high. high. Yeah, Carolina's, a, their defense will keep them in, maybe get s- six points somehow. And yeah. I think they, Carolina hangs around in this game, Covers. but Seattle, Seattle money line. Yeah. Uh, next up, I don't know why I put this after, but it's um, Chicago at Kansas City. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do they go nuts on here? I'm going to say, ah, yeah, they probably have Kansas City favored by 11 and a half. One point off. I said eight and a half. It is 12 and a half. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not too worried about taking that spread. No. I but take Kansas the money City also, line and take the points. Kansas City doesn't really cover, though. I felt like cause, because yeah, they're a good team, right. like they don't really cover. They're at home though. They got all their boys back. I, yeah, I think this is where they just a thirty-eight ten shellacking or something like that in this one. This would definitely. This is the the opportunity to really cement yourself yeah. back in that Super Bowl right. conversation. We're two and one, but a strong two and one team. Yeah. Yeah, we lost. They'll say we lost our first game without Chris Jones or Kelsey. Right. Uh, Sunday night again. Can we? 
Um, start well, flexing? Yeah, are we allowed to start flexing? Because um, Chargers-Vikings would be a great Sunday night game. Yeah, considering they're both 0-2, but that would be an exciting game. Yeah. Yep, uh, instead, we get Pittsburgh at Las Vegas. I'm going to say they have the Raiders favored by a point and a half. Uh, we are going to split that one. Last week we had like eight ties. Right. Uh, that was our first tie. Um, oh. I said three and a half. It's two and a half. Okay. We're right, right in the right middle in the there. Middle. Um, I, th- I think I would take Pittsburgh. Yeah. I just, I don't, I never like Pittsburgh. So I'm always, always out to get them <laughs> and, and, and play against them. But yeah, you're right. Like, it's just like, like the Jimmy G again. I just think of too, Jimmy G and TJ Watt. It's two, like, game managers, so, like, it, then it comes down to the defense. And Pittsburgh's got a better defense than the Raiders have Crosby. <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Uh, Monday night doubleheader, Philadelphia is going to the 2-0. and This is a battle of the 2-0s. and Oh, boy. Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. I like Philly here. They probably have Philly favored by four and a half. Four and a half, that is our second tie. This this last game is going to decide week three. And and I like double headers on Monday nights. They should continue this trend. I I like it. Yeah, like it's not a. It's why not? Probably bad if you're if you're watching it like you do, like watching it yeah. recorded. Yeah, exactly. Then you have to fig- you got to yeah. go back and forth. And they show the score of the yeah. first game while the se- yeah I don't like that. So I have to block that out. And yeah. <laughs> anyway, the double header like this is to spread it out more. Start one at like six fifteen and the other one at nine fifteen. I don't know. Especially if this second game, it's the Rams at the Bengals. If it was in L.A., you could probably start it a little bit later. Right, right. Um, I'll, I'll say they have the Bengals favored by three and a half. Three and a half. I said five and a half. You are going to win week three. Nice. Uh, Bengals by three. I think there's a lot of Rams respect in that. Yes. I just, again, there's another team. I just can't see them going 0-3. If you would have told me the Chargers and the Bengals are 0-3 after week three, I would have went, you're nuts. Yeah, like, what? no way. uh, Burrow and Herbert had to have gotten hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm weird. I would not touch this game, betting-wise. I'm all over Cincinnati. I just think they, even bad teams are one and two. And I don't think they're a bad team. No, I mean, the Rams kind of let down after after those first couple weeks. They're wait- now now they're in the waiting for Cooper Cup to come back. Right. And if it's him and Puka and the running back that I can't remember his name, Williams, Kyron, Kyron Williams. Okay. They like they have such a fun team. I think my favorite part of this game is that it's Zach Taylor who is a Sean McVay disciple. Right. Uh, that is, I think, everything for the NFL. Yeah. Almost an hour of NFL. Right. Makes sense. Uh, let's go to the MLB. Uh, Shohei Otani had his elbow surgery. Is not pitching for two more years. And he removed all of his equipment and personal belongings, which I don't know who gets this information from his locker. I guess it's because of the surgery, so he's right. not. He's going he's, back to Japan, I guess. Uh, well, he's not. Winter. Not. He's going to be ready for spring training or opening day, I think is right. what they said. But now there's As also the only. looming free agency. Right. So he's right. He's lost a hundred thousand or sorry, a hundred million dollars because yeah. of the the injury. I wonder if he just then signs like a one or two year deal with someone to then once he comes back to pitch or if he comes Maybe. back to pitch. Maybe. 
Like it at this point, like the Angels have said, like we're not. Well, if Trout wants to get traded, we'll trade him. Like right. it's a team that doesn't want to win. Right. They're the second place team, and they're or not even they're like the Giants. They're more successful than the Angels. Yeah. The A's are more successful than the Angels. Yeah. Like are they the they're the worst team in California? Yeah. Padres, I guess, is right there up there. Yeah. Not this year, just in general. In general, right. Uh, then we also have the Tampa Bay Rays, 30,000-seat building. It's going to cost $1.2 billion, opening in 2028. So I guess Montreal's out of the mix. Yeah, we're, right. we, had a, we had a good run with that. Yeah. That's kind of the only – I feel like that's the only baseball team up, that was up in the air. Right. Milwaukee, I guess, is kind of there too. But right. They're – I feel like the people of Wisconsin will probably keep it there. It it almost feels like the an Arizona Coyotes move, like thirty thousand. Like that's not a lot of seats, right? Like no one goes to their games. I know, I get it, but I guess the the only people that'll be happy will be the visiting teams because your pitch com will work again, where you, the crowd isn't so quiet. You can hear what the next pitch is going to be. Yeah, the the Arizona. Arizona thing kind of feels feels like the right comparison. Yeah, they're probably hoping and praying in Tampa Bay that they get the Blue Jays in the wild card round, so that people will actually show up. Right, and at least they'll be similar colors, so you won't be able to tell what team you're they're cheering for in the stands. I feel like that's always a a SoFi Stadium in LA. It's always like, oh, it's like sixty five percent Broncos fans. Yeah, but why? I don't understand. Just because LA hasn't had a team in so long, all of a sudden. Like people just decided to cheer for other teams, yeah, like, or I don't just get it. Not enough LA people care. Like, I mean, we've talked about it enough that they made the mistake of bringing the Rams and the Chargers. It should have just been the Rams, right? And leave the Chargers in Where San Diego. Yep. Um. All right, let's let's check in on the standings. Um, AL Baltimore clinched a playoff spot, ninety-five and fifty-seven. Uh, just had a really good series with Houston uh, and. Most surprising team of the year, yeah, because just right, they were worst to first. Oh, yeah, they were worst last year, yeah. and we're almost a playoff team last year. Yeah, like I, I we both said, oh, they're gonna be better. They'll yeah. contend for a wild card yeah. spot. No, I don't think anyone expected this. Right. Uh, second, Houston, they are in a very tight race. I just. It sounds bad. It's not going to sound bad because everyone doesn't like Houston. But if Houston right. misses the playoffs, yeah. I think that's going to be the best thing for baseball. Right. Because if they get in, they probably are making, I would say, the, um, why can't I think of the rounds, the championship series. Like, I think at right. least Houston makes it there. Yeah. Like, i just surprised they haven't, because, like, the, that they haven't really jumped ahead of the, the pack, right? Like, they kind of did, like, the, at the beginning of august and so we were all like oh here we go now now the real houston teams here but they're they're sticking around like they're losing to the a's and it it just doesn't feel very uh houston-esque yeah like they're only a game up on seattle and texas yeah tied. Like it's a it's a tight race um again this is your daily reminder that we should abolish divisions in baseball minnesota 80 81 and 72 yeah in a playoff spot. Yeah. Like one of one of Houston, Seattle, Texas aren't going to make it because of Minnesota. Right. Like the, yeah, in in any other division, Minnesota would be at best what third? Last in the AL East. Yeah. 
Or maybe not last. Not last, but yeah. A couple games up on the Yankees. Yeah. Or the Red Sox? Red Sox are just under 500, I think, now. But, yeah. Point point proven. Uh, Tampa Bay, 93-60. and 60. Probably going to be one of the best wild card teams ever. Yeah, but... Had the again, start. Yeah. So what did they start? Twenty and 0? seventeen like and zero. So if you if you look at that, right, take those twenty games off, and they're closer to a five hundred team. So again, to me, like if you're a Blue Jays fan, like, that's who you want to play. Yeah, it, it, and this is the year where it's kind of more wide open, right? Yeah. There's no like there's, Houston. You're just thinking because of pedigree. Yeah, because of what they've done, but they're not the same team. And then every other team is like. Tampa Bay was good like you, you didn't want to play them in April but now they're just they're beatable yeah. Baltimore is like okay from worst to first but okay now it's playoffs are you you're, still that team or you're a bunch of kids yeah uh Toronto 85 and 67 right in the thick of that race they got killed by Texas which no one that, showed up for those series the crowds were like 20,000 yeah it was, it was like the end of the season like okay we just lost four in a row and then now they go on a five game win streak it's but that's and that's the scary thing about the jays come to play hot or cold at the right exactly time. do you get swept or do you sweep someone because i think that's what happens to them yeah i don't think there's a third a game three no they're just they're hot or they're cold there's no and it's been like that all year that's yeah. their team so they need to go on one more little dip in the last week Right. Because, like, we're actually, like, there's, like, a week left. Right. And and it didn't, like, hit me until I was looking at it October 2nd. We're at the cottage, and it's a Sunday where it's football, and it's the last day of the regular season, which is probably going to mean something. Right. Uh, Seattle and Texas both tied 84 and 68. Like, Texas is the team that's just holding on for dear life. And they play each other this weekend. So that'll be that'll be well what it we thought could. Texas Toronto was right. the deciding yeah. but we're not there yet. Uh, National League Atlanta uh, clinched their division ninety seven and fifty five. Just like Matt Olson has hit like fifty three home runs I think he's at he passed right. the Braves record the uh, like the franchise record yeah. from uh, Andrew Jones. It feels like again. My only, I love this team. My only concern is, are have they been on cruise control for too long? Right. Because once you get into the playoffs, like if they, the team I just keep thinking about is like, what if the Braves have to play Philly again? Yeah, yeah. Philly knows they can beat them. Right. Uh, and the Dodgers are the same thing. They're ninety three and fifty eight. They've yeah. been in control of the division for like the oh, last wow. month, and the last decade. Yes. Um. They're both going to have that that buy in the first round, the yep. wild card round. But again, once a team like Philly or I don't know if Milwaukee, the Cubs, like some of those teams, if they have momentum, yeah. are the scariest thing possible because yeah, they have nothing to lose. That's right. Uh, Milwaukee, eighty six and sixty six. They're kind of kind of running away with it. Yeah, like the Cubs are seven games back. Right. Not much can happen like that in Division two weeks. Wise, yeah. Um, they're probably going to end up playing each other or Milwaukee is going to play the last wild card team. Right. Philly 83 and 69. They're just, they are the sleeping giant. Yeah. Especially when I thought about, I was thinking the other day about the wild card like round. And if you're Philly, you go, okay, so we have Lorenzen and Nola and Wheeler. I think your only problem with that is like, what order 
do we put them in? Right. Because that's what cost the Jays their series last year yeah. was putting Manoa ahead of Gosman. Right. Um, but that's probably a good problem when you have your three yeah. great pitchers that you don't know who Which to put one? where. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, 81 and 72. They swept the Cubs this past weekend, which kind of leapfrogged them into this spot. It's a team I don't like. I don't hate watching them. Right. But like come, come a playoff series, them in Philadelphia right. or like them in Milwaukee. I don't, it's good experience, but they probably don't, don't compete that much. Right. Uh, Cubs 79 and 73. I, if anybody doesn't want to see the Cubs in the playoffs, there's something wrong with you. Like that, this this is like it's the wholesome 2016 team again. Right. Not the same talent, right, but right. It's a team they you just get it away. How can you not cheer for them? Right. Uh, Miami, Miami's still in this. 79 yeah. and 74. Uh, Luis Arias is hurt though, so that might that might be the end of their season. Right. And then uh, Cincinnati, 79 and 75, just holding on to every last inch of right. a playoff Everyone's spot. Everyone's cheering for them, and they're still not winning. And then I'll throw San Francisco 76 and 76. You never know. Yeah. Like, the all of the Cubs, Marlins, Reds, like, the Giants are three games back of them, which is a little insurmountable with this much time left. Right, and so many teams ahead. But, like, Cincinnati's kind of been imploding for a while like the Ellie de la Cruz buzz is just kind of gone. Right. Miami is just a ticking time bomb, especially without Arias. Yeah. So I think it's ultimately the Cubs, but San Francisco would be the team I would be worried about. Right. Coming from behind. Uh, that is it for the MLB. Let's go to the NHL where Mike Babcock didn't even coach a game yeah. in Columbus, but, uh, so he he resigned as the Blue Jackets head coach after, uh, I guess, reporting from Paul Bissonnette, who's not known as a reporter, but one of his friends from Columbus texted him about Babcock looking through their phones. Right. There's some, like, there's obviously was enough out there of, like, some players were okay with it. Some players thought it was weird. Like, right. the younger players of, yeah. like, why are you looking through my phone? Yeah. The, prob- the thing I feel bad about is, like, not Mike Babcock specifically because they we've given him chances. He is just kind of known now as a jerk. Right. Like the verbal abuse of Johan Franz. And, or I didn't even know that he benched Chris Chelios during the outdoor game in 2009. He played like one shift and benched him. Wow. Um, the Mike Medano that he didn't let him play his 1500th game. Like right. there's enough out there. The Marner like ranking everybody's work right. ethic. Yeah. Now this one, because like, when it first came out, it was kind of like, okay, I don't yeah. think it's that bad. Like uh, That's what I was thinking, too. But because of who it was, that's why I think it got black marked. Yeah, like because right? it was just like it's actually a great idea in theory of yeah. like I want to get to know my players. Like, right. Bring in some pictures of your family. Right. And, like I want to get see. to know you. Right. But then it just clearly something took a turn or maybe yeah. it's how he presented it. of yeah. like not an option. Right. This is just speculative. But yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, the other thing that probably isn't going to get talked about is he's not, like, after 2009, he wasn't that good of a coach. Right, yeah. Like, they never win. Never made it past the second round yeah. again. Right. With the Leafs, with the Red Wings, yeah. and now they, they hire their assistant coach. And this is, again, this Blue Jackets team is, for the first two weeks, 
is going to be fascinating because it's either they're going to start red hot or this Babcock thing is going to sink them right. already. And Which way do you think already, that goes? I think they're already a bad team. <laughs> so I, I think they're a little bit better than they were last year, but I think they're still in the running for a top pick again. I mean, at least Adam Fantilli, if he wants to play in the NHL, he looks ready. Yeah. Uh, probably not as ready as Connor Bedard, who uh, was at the prospect tournament in Michigan or Minnesota, one of those places, and just was doing all of the Connor Bedard stuff. Right. The one, did you see the shot from the left circle that he took? No. So I saw someone had a fan angle. So he's kind of skating backwards a bit by the bottom of the left circle, pretty much in the corner and just fires it right over the goalie's shoulder. Wow. And he did the typical, the toe drag shot and had a hat trick in one of his, one of his games. The, I'll, I'll turn it to the bad side for a second of like, are you sure you want your number one overall pick playing in this? In the rookies thing. Like, I know you want maybe show them off for a game, but, like, just I, – I know it's bad to just think about the worst, but, like, what if something happened and he got hurt for the year? Right. I mean, I'm happy to watch him play any time. Yeah. Like, the opening night, it's smart to put Chicago with Bedard. Yes, against Pittsburgh. Is it Pittsburgh? Is it? I think Crosby I thought it was against... Boston. Oh, okay. I think they play back-to-back. Oh, okay. To open the year against Boston and Pittsburgh is, yeah. is pretty rough. Um. We have a multitude of uh, new captains in the NHL. Yeah. Um, Adam Lowry, I think, is probably the most surprising one to me. Yeah. yeah. I think we both thought that was a Josh Morrissey yeah. job. But um, that's that's definitely the most out of out of left field one. Um, and I don't know how teams pick their captains anymore. That's probably different for every team. Yeah. Like some are a vote. Some it's the coaching staff decides it. So like, yeah, I don't. They don't usually explain that, though, no, right? I think I would want the team to vote on it. I guess it depends on your team. Right. I feel like Winnipeg, I would probably want the team to vote on it. Right. Uh, Quinn Hughes, the captain in Vancouver, their right. last-ditch effort to try to make sure he doesn't go to New Anywhere. Jersey. Yeah. Um, what was that? Oh, uh, I think the, the underrated one is Braden Shen, now the captain of the right. St. Louis Blues. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. someone that's committed a lot of time there. For sure, yeah. They were probably waiting to see if Ryan O'Reilly would come back to then give him right. the captaincy back. But right. I think that's a that's a good one. Solid move, for sure. And then the easiest slam dunk, as soon as Patrice Bergeron announces his retirement, right. it's Brad Marchand. Right. The 27th captain in Boston Bruins history. I thought that was... I don't know if that's... That's probably low, high, for like an original six team, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, that would be pretty low. Because the Red Wings have had quite a few. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Martian, like, I think there was a world where it could have been Pasternak. Yeah. Or even McAvoy. Right. But I think Boston is kind of running on the system of, like, you'll be the captain when it's your time. Right. Like, after Marchand retires, then it'll be the right. Pasternak or McAvoy. And that might actually keep Marchand in check, although he hasn't been out of check really the last few years right he's not licking anyone no he's pretty so i think this actually might even help him more um which uh we're gonna do our next week pick aside is gonna be um uh filling the remaining uh captain vacancies there's six teams left without a captain okay so uh we'll go through go through those next week um and those are the six teams you can scratch off your stanley cup (laughs) winning rosters because no team has ever won the Stanley Cup without a captain. 
not that anybody would pick these teams, but uh, Anaheim, Arizona, Calgary, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Seattle are yeah. our remaining teams. Seattle is probably the one where it's like, I don't know, who who do you pick? Yeah, just it's everyone. An early franchise. Everyone's the captain. Yeah, you know they. I mean, they had a captain, Mark Giordano. Oh right, and they traded him in the first year of right. the franchise. The franchise. Um, Jake Sanderson signs an eight-year, $8.05 million deal per year. I mean, it's a it's a bet. Yeah, that's a lot for someone who hasn't shown anything yet. Like, it, it's the – you're expecting – it's not what he's already done. Yeah, this is a – the change in contracts now. Yeah, it's a contract where three years down the line we're going to have – it's yeah. not going to be, oh, it's okay. It's either right. going to be this is catastrophic or, or yeah, this, this is, is a, a good great deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. All of those guys – I mean, Tim Stutzlaw was watching right before. It seemed like he kind of called out the Leafs and said, like, you know, it's probably hard in the salary cap to win yeah. with guys making 10 or 11. Yeah. If you look at Ottawa, all of those guys, like, I think the highest paid is nine. Right. They're like the Atlanta Braves of hockey. Yeah, like signed people to reasonable contracts and kept them all. And the only guy that didn't want to be there was only there for a year to bring it. Yeah. And Ottawa kind of kicked him out the door. Like, again, Stutzla is the big talker for the Senators. Right. For some reason, I'm surprised it's not Kachuk, but he's kind of like, yeah, if you don't want to be here, get out. Right. And the other guy is Pinto. Yeah. Where the Flyers tried to snag him, but Ottawa wants them as their third line center. Uh, Steven Stamkos reportedly is upset about the lack of extension talks with Tampa. Right. They're it's probably the biggest, like, biggest concern in Tampa because everybody else is locked up. Right. So now it's is Stamkos taking another discount or yeah. is he saying, you know, I've taken enough. Took, exactly. And that's probably why they're at a stalemate. And he's not a free agent until the end of the year. So that's when things start to get a little bit more juiced up in the talks probably. Yeah, he's thinking I'm I'm the captain. This is probably his last deal. Right. If he signs a long term deal. Yeah. Um lastly we have um because it's Toronto in the epicenter of the hockey world, we freak out at anything, uh <laughs> including William Nylander, who is starting training camp playing center. Right. Wow. Like it's it's training camp. This right. is the time to just be like, Oh, let's we see if this works. Try this out, yes. If trying camp, they should call it. Yeah, if you have your if Tavares is your third line center, it right. makes your team look a lot better. Yeah. If Nylander can handle it, it might give him better matchups. It's just it's it's time to experiment. Yeah. I think anybody freaking out about this. The funniest thing I did see though was someone saying, um, Oh yeah, he has to make room for Patrick Kane, who's gotta play right wing. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be honest, don't think he's going to Toronto. No. I'm actually pretty confident he's gonna be a Red Wing. Really, yeah? Yeah, I think mm. him and Debrinka reunited. Okay. I think would be pretty cool. And they cool. have money, right? The Red Wings have some money available. The Leafs don't. No. The only other team I would be concerned about is probably Chicago because that right. would be that would probably be the best move for Kane is to go back to Chicago and you play with Bedard. Right. Be pretty cool scenario. A question, like, so Murray's going in for major surgery. Yep. Why don't they say what it is? Nope, like just major surgery. Right. Ma- meaning like there's no way he his contract does not go on the long term list. Is what it basically what they're saying. Like he's going to have heart surgery, <laughs> lung replacement surgery, so he won't be back, but uh, but he, his contract will not cost us. 
Yeah, wonder, basically, that's yeah. what I read into that. I wonder if they have to disclose to the NHL. I always thought they had to. Like, whenever someone's hurt or having surgery, they always say what it is. I've never heard this. This is the first time ever. Like, he's having a... He's having know, a surgery. A surgery. Okay. Like, is he getting his fingernail removed or is he getting his spleen taken out? Yeah, like, you know, there's like such it, a range. Yeah. Like, I just thought that was... That just made me think salary cap. As soon as I read that, like, that's what they're saying. Legally circumventing the cap. Y- yes, correct. Uh, that is, I think, it for the NHL. Yeah. Um, to the NBA, not a lot happening, but I, I do want to shout out uh, Germany, who won the FIBA World Cup right. over Serbia yep. in the game that nobody on this continent cared about. <laughs> it's so true, eh? <laughs> uh, Dennis Schroeder did win MVP, so... That's momentum heading into the Raptors season. Oh, boy. They have an MVP. Yeah. Uh, Canada did win bronze. They beat the beat the U.S. Yes. after losing to Serbia in the wildest, one of the wildest endings to a fourth quarter. Right. Like, not even, I know everyone's going to think, oh, that Bridges shot was amazing. Canada was up, like, six with a minute left yeah. or something like that. And right. And kind of crumbled. Right. I really thought Kelly Olynyk was going to hit that shot, the really deep three to at the buzzer right in the fourth quarter it reminded me of um the lowry shot in the finals when um i think draymond blocked it but it hit like the side of the backboard but if he made the shot they would have won the title that night right kind of felt like the same thing but um the real winner of this tournament is definitely Jake gilgis alexander right he is the the superstar he is as long as he's healthy he's gonna play for canada right and now they go into the Olympics next summer with, could we bring in the Jamal Murrays now and the Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, they can upgrade the, their team from what it is. And, hey, like, again, that was in my one of my greats was Canada wins bronze. And they beat the Americans. Like, I don't care who Who's, they have. Yeah, it's still the Americans. We, yeah, that's right. They didn't win a – the U.S. didn't win a medal, and they're still first in the FIBA rankings. Really? After right? the tournament. Yeah, because we all know what's – Who's coming now? LeBron's getting the uh, – he's calling the uh, Calvary and save American basketball. Like, if this is the case, is this like – they got to get a camera crew ready. Because if if the 2024 Olympics are a U.S. team with Steph Curry and Devin Booker and LeBron and Durant and Anthony Davis, that's like – I don't even know if – because it's not really a redeemed team because they win all the Olympics. That yeah. the superstars are there. But it's def- it's like it's kinda like the Avengers. Yeah. It feels more yeah. like you're doing all of this to beat like Doncic or Jokic right. or the Canadian the the scrappers. Yeah. Um <clears throat> it's it's a scary it's a scary sight for basketball if all of those guys are going. Right. Um Dwight Howard is in the news. Um, apparently he's going to take a meeting with Golden State after wow. trying to recruit James Harden to go play in Taiwan with him. <laughs> he might be taking an NBA job after all. Jeez. Um, and this this last NBA story is definitely something that is good for the game. There is a now stricter resting policy. Y- yes. Um, so stronger punishments um, for stars, which I like that this is now a clarification. So a star is anybody that has been an all-star or been on the all-NBA team in the past three seasons. Yeah, no, I like that. I had that in my good, actually. Cause, yeah, because let's say we go and buy a ticket 
we go watch the Raptors, but we're not there to see the Raptors. We're there to see Golden State. Because that's happened, right? Yep. We'll go to the game, and none of their guys are in the lineup. They're there in street clothes. Like, oh, I see them. Yeah. Right? He's sitting in a little bit better seats than I am. But, yeah. He's so just watching the game, too. Yeah. I, I This, yeah. The NBA is doing the right thing here. You, you can't – because there's no other sport that does that. Right? This load management crap, it's just an NBA thing. It really is. Uh, so, in particular, they're going to – they're cracking down on uh, national TV games and for the in-season tournament games. And, again, it makes sense, right? Because that's where the NBA is making their money. And uh, it will also be a stricter fine if you sit more than one of these stars, which I think the best thing to come out of that was everybody – um talking about if like paul george and Kawhi, if they're just gonna flip a coin every game to right. see who gets to sit out yeah or like Kawhi, you sat out the last three games like let me have a turn yeah uh so yeah good good for the game uh that is it for the nba the only other thing i wanted to talk about is uh is coach prime deon sanders yeah um this colorado buffalo team which had me up at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning yeah locked in to them playing Colorado State. Right. In a game that usually doesn't matter at all. But now it's like the Shadur Sanders and the other one. Do you know that Dion ranks his kids? Like he has no. a ranking like on his Instagram, he had a post and he was like he ranked them. Wow. Based on how well they're doing. Okay. So that was pretty cool. It's almost like Nana and Papa's house with the pictures. <laughs> you get yeah, you get rankings. Um this week they go to Oregon. Are they at Oregon, I think? They are at Oregon. And three thirty game. Uh twenty one and a half point underdogs. Yeah. And this is the type of this is what Coach Prime does. Yeah. And it's it's appointment television. For sure. It's good for football. Good for NCAA football especially. Hopefully, um, hopefully Travis Hunter is okay after that pretty pretty nasty hit yeah. that he took. Yeah. Anybody that I mean, playing both sides of the ball is impressive enough. Right. Um, Sanders. It's funny that I say Sanders, but there's quite a few of them. Right. The quarterback feels like he could be an NFL quarterback in in another year right. or maybe two. Yeah. But uh, the his um I don't remember what the corner the whatever whoever the cornerback is said to his dad on the sideline like oh are you gonna put the defense out first on overtime and he's like no you guys can't stop anything like he's not not subtle with his kids and right. it's a good parental coach balance that he manages to do right also anytime i think of Deion sanders i think of him playing in the nfl and mlb within a weekend yeah like it was mlb playoffs and he's helicoptering back and forth yep. and uh very one of the most impressive athletes and we probably don't talk about it enough because he talks about himself enough that's right yeah there's no need to to talk about him he's he's well versed in his like, own self like now he's more subtle because it's just like I'm, i want to talk about my kids i want to talk about my team it's not about him right. anymore right he's just he's the the leader of men that's right and i respect a lot of respect for coach prime here uh, that is all I've got. Let's get to your bad, good, and great. All right. What do we have for this week? Um, on the bad side, uh, Simona Halep gets four-year suspension for PEDs. That's, that's a lot. 
That's something that could Let's, end your tennis career. Yeah, like sh- that might be it for her. I think she's already 29 or 30. So, yeah, Old. to be out of the game. Yeah. So to be out of the game that long. And she, w- I think she was already kind of suspended or something last year for something similar. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Diggs out for the year. That's bad for the Cowboys. I don't think it's terrible. It's not, you know, Aaron Rodgers injury, but yeah, it's still not good. Um, and then the the other thing I I kind of thought about. <laughs> I don't know why it's not promoted more, is the NHL scoring race. Like, uh, I'm reading the hockey news, and, like, I just realized, and normally I – because I can tell you, in, like, 1980, Marcel Dion and Wayne Gretzky both had 137 points. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a um, generational thing or what it is, or if the NHL doesn't promote it enough. I'm not really sure because I just remember stats. But, like, there was, like, I think eight or nine. There might have been more than that people that had over 100 points this year in the NHL. And there was, I know, Marner and the guy for New Jersey. Hughes. Hughes both had 99, so they were right there. But I don't remember that being talked about very much. Like, it's not a stat that comes up, like, Who's le- who's the scoring leader? Like it used to be a bigger deal back in the Gretzky Lemieux era than it is compared to now. Is that right or wrong? Uh, I would say it's probably just like recently because of McDavid, like because okay. it's just always like it's McDavid and everybody else. Yeah, but it used to be Gretzky and everyone else. But we it was it used to, I just remember there was always a top ten list, and you kind of seeing who was on there and who did what and there was some movement i don't know i just think the nhl does a poor job of promoting that and also the goals which is a new one we never in my time there wasn't a goals champion there, yeah. there was there just wasn't a name for it yeah there wasn't like an award. a rocket resort right which which there is now and i just don't find and you'd think the american networks would pick up on that and kind of use that but i don't feel that they ever show any of that individual stuff no, the right. U- well, because the U.S. doesn't really care. And then in Canada, it's kind of just like we'll talk about Matthews, McDavid, and then, eh. yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, it should be – and maybe Conor Bedard's going to change that. Yeah, if he's right? in scoring like, races. He's scoring races and stuff, maybe it'll kind of brought back. But, yeah, I just kind of thought of that and went, you know, I'm going to put that as a bad because, yeah, I just – it, it to me it would be something we would talk about like i don't know maybe the last month of the season it's not just playoff races but oh you know mcdavid leaves leads matthews by two points in the scoring race and like it doesn't it used to be a big deal for some yeah. reason where it's not as much now i don't know why i th- well i think the points thing like the last couple years has been specifically because mcdavid right. is leading by like so, so 30 much. points yeah um yeah, like this year, like I was trying to think of fifty goal scorers. Like obviously McDavid scored sixty. Right. Like Pasternak. Pasternak point scored fifty. Rantanen scored fifty. Yeah, see, I, see I, and I don't know that because it's not talked about. So I'm not up on that. Like, and I'm up on my sports, but like, yeah, if you would have said, "Can you tell me the top ten goal scores in the NHL last year?" I would be like, "No." Like Matthews had an okay year, but I don't think he was in the top ten. No, I think he right? scored like almost forty. But when he did have a good year, they were talking about it. Yeah, because it's in Toronto, right? So now all of a sudden, it's a it's. I kind of remember that a little bit more because he was in it with was it Pasternak, 
Yeah, Pasternak right? was in it. For, Those were the, the two guys. And I think McDavid was close. Kind of in there. and Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel it's something that could be, you know, promoted a little bit more. Like, here's the updated scoring race. and Something to keep an eye on this year. Yeah. See if, yeah. by like, it's more like the New Year's when you kind of can start caring about it. Right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, boy, that was my bad, eh? Um, also in the bad, yeah, I just put in that the Hunter hit in the Colorado Colorado State game because it's not like um, he just missed the rest of the game. He's going to be out for a few weeks. And again, it's almost like uh, you want to see the superstars play, right? And the, yeah, watching the first few weeks, this guy play both sides of the ball and be exceptional at it. And then I almost felt like it was kind of a dirty play. But Dion never kind of looked at it that way. He thought it was more of a football play. But, again, he's out for multiple weeks because he's injured. So, again, I kind of bring that back up where a person should be out for as long as the injury is. That makes sense. It, it would change things, I think, if, if they ever decided to do that. I don't know what you know? sport or league could do that. Football right. would be the, probably the hardest to do it. The only league I can think of off the top of my head that would go out and do that would be the Quebec Major Junior League because we'll see how this goes this year with the no fighting because I'm very interested to see how things go. Um, where was I? I'm still on good, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I had a couple other bads, and I just put this in here. Um, just bads in terms of disappointments. Yankees, Padres, and Mets. Would you put anybody else in that category of those? No, because I think teams? specifically they're the. Uh, I maybe toss the Angels slightly in there. Yeah, of fair. like the but high expectation, a lot of money, right. Disappointments, and that's what all four of those teams basically did. Spent a lot of money, thought they had a good team, and end up being terrible. <laughs> well, the Yankees weren't quite eliminated yet because if they went ten and two this week. And certain teams won and lost. They were, I was like, what? We're it's, still talking about that? I, I checked you know? out like three weeks ago. Right. Yeah, just kind I just, of over. I, I just watched the last couple of games because they're playing the Jays, and I wanted to see some of the youngsters play. But, yeah, they just they don't look like they're enthused. Like even like um, Buck and um, Dan Shulman. Dan Shulman were saying, it doesn't feel like we're at Yankee Stadium. Like it's half full. Nobody's cheering. It's, you know – feels like we're in tampa <laughs> they didn't say that but you know what i mean yeah um anyway yeah so i just put that in there good uh, again just about the nba changing the rules it's the right way to go there again because the fans pay their salaries and then the last thing i put in for good was uh, i don't know if you've seen this story but the usfl and the xfl looks like they're going to merge so at least we'll have maybe a secondary football league but yeah you can't have three it's just like uh, the women's um, the hockey league. You have to have one league. You can't have two. You're just starting. Yeah. You can't. You can't just yeah, Mickey Mouse and have two Mickey Mouse or leagues. You need one solid league, uh, and that leads me into my great. So obviously having the women's league on their own on top of that. So it's not even like a WNBA. So it'll be interesting to see now for me is how far does the nhl get involved in this i feel like they're gonna take their sweet time which is frustrating as a fan but yeah. i think I, i'm just thinking of it as they're here on their own merit they did the like whole like draft they made it a big 
spectacle right. in Toronto to make the draft a big deal. I thought yep. that was a great touch. And they're already expanding from year one to year two. They're going to have more games. They're doing like oh, really? ne- neutral site games. Okay. It's, Are they starting in January again next year? Or is that I think it's just no- the- November next year. Oh, okay, Just, I guess, because it's the inaugural season. That's why they're starting in January. So, yeah, I'll watch. Yeah. Right? Like, I, th- I think that's going to be great hockey. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And they had Billie Jean King. Right. <laughs> um. Sorry, I had a couple of pictures I had forgotten about. Oh, sorry, I had one other. I'm going all over the place here. <laughs> I had another bad. Um, NCAA football, week three. Uh, like there was no ranked play- teams playing each other. It was it was terrible football. There was. Tell me a good game other than yeah, the no. Colorado Colorado State game, which I'm going to watch anyway. Because Colorado I, is the team I'm playing for. Yeah, the only one I cared about. And the only other one I cared about, which was the upset of the week, was Florida beating Tennessee. So now my Gators are back in the top 25, and now I got a little bit of hope. But, I mean, other than that, it was terrible, Matt. Like, again, let's get to the Super League because you'll never have that again where, like, hey – I'm in week three of the NCAA season. Like, I'm primed to watch. I I taped four games, and they were like, oh, I guess I'll tape it because what else am I going to watch? Like, this week, I've got ten games I'm geared to watch. Yeah, Colorado, Oregon, definitely the big. That's their Ohio State and Notre Dame, six and nine. Like, there's some really good matchups this week. Last week, okay, let's let's get rid of that once and for all. Um, okay, so longest uh, win streaks by SEC teams, Alabama, uh, 28 uh, from 78 to 80. I forgot they were that good back then. Um, so anyway, they, they have the top three uh, seedings there, and then Tennessee uh, had 23. Anyway, um, Georgia is currently on a 19-game streak, and I don't know if that's going to ever end. I watched them. Uh, who did they South play? South Carolina again. That was my. Eh. That was they were. It was close. Yeah, close but, enough. Yeah, but again, you know, Georgia's gonna win. Like it just doesn't seem like a good enough matchup to me. But yeah, South Carolina was actually that was a decent game. Let's just put it that way. But anyway, so uh, they keep Georgia keeps winning. Um, and then the other streak, which I forgot to mention a couple weeks ago, was the U.S. Open. So. Since 2008, nobody has repeated at the U.S. Open. Wow. So here you go. Uh, Roger Federer, 2008-2009. And then it's Del Potro, Nadal, Djokovic, Murray, Nadal, Cilic, Djokovic, Wawrinka, Nadal, Djokovic, Nadal, Team, Medvedev, Alcaraz, Djokovic. Wow, team, I don't know team won a U.S. Open. He won the COVID one oh. where he was down two sets to nothing against Zverev? Zverev and came back and won. So there's a streak. We'll see if Djokovic can keep that alive next year if he's allowed into the country because he is, again, like I've told you, the best ever unvaccinated <laughs> tennis player in the history of tennis. Um, I think that's all I did they have anything else oh um the uh, pittsburgh steelers i didn't realize they're on a monday night football streak 
I think that's 17 games in a row that they've now won on Monday Night Football, which I didn't know. I knew they were really good on Monday Night Football, and I know the Raiders are another team that have always been good on Monday Night Football, but I didn't realize that they were on that kind of a streak. And I like that has to, I would imagine that goes beyond Big Ben. Oh, for sure. That might be like going to back to Terry Bradshaw territory in the 70s. But yeah, I just thought that was pretty impressive. Like if I would have known that stat, I may I may have taken Pittsburgh, even though I can't stand them. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I got. All right. Uh, so yeah, next week we're gonna do we're gonna fill the remaining uh, NHL captain vacancies. Um, I guess we have to figure out what way we want to do that. If it's I guess however we want to do it. I was gonna say, do you want to do it for like this year or for the future? Because I feel like yeah. some of those have different answers yeah because some of those teams are not going to have captains because like actually no that i don't want to name they're but. they're gonna they'll wait and when are we doing our nhl preview um i mean training camp like just just opened i know that's so why can, i'm asking you got, the question. You, you got a couple weeks okay we're gonna i think this year i want to do the i guess can't really do the wins draft for hockey i guess we can yeah we'll do we're gonna do the wins draft for hockey this year too right be harder to keep track of but i'll do it like once a month right oh and uh one last shout out to nico krampotic i want to watch him tomorrow play the aurora tigers so we're gonna cheer against our beloved tigers oh is that what we're doing yeah i was gonna cheer for georgetown raiders i was thinking like four three tigers win nico hattrick okay he's a defensive defenseman so if he does that that'll be really impressive okay um five minute major okay (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Uh, besides that, we will see you next time.